welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we give real-life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. Featuring two real-life sisters, Megan and Kristen, and two real-life sisters-in-law, Zoe and Hillary. Sisters Not Saints, you might think they're saints, but they, some of them are sisters, two of them have sisters, but there's one thing that's for certain. Hi, this is Kristen. Hillary, over here. This is Megan. And I'm Zoe, back live and in person. Yay, Zoe's back. Zoe's back We convinced her to make the long drive from Memphis home to record with us this weekend. Good job, Zoe. You earned that pile of candy next to you. You did. She did almost quit driving home halfway. That's true. I needed someone to come get me, but I powered through. And then we rewarded you, possibly punished you by forcing you to go get a weird massage this morning. We did. So we talked about this in the last podcast that we were all going to go get massages, and we did it this morning. But don't think traditional massage. You know, it's not right. a traditional massage. It's a reflexology. It's more like a rub and tug. Oh, no. Well, that is not. Well, but that's like a, but I think that's a, a happy ending for, type yeah. massage. <laughs> Let's just put it out there that we did not get, get a rub and tug. Well, but we did. No, we no. did not. Okay, it's getting okay. very dirty over okay, here. Okay, let's describe the place we went to. Okay. You walk mm-hmm. in and everything is scotch taped onto the walls. <laughs> yes. With and, multiple pieces of scotch tape. And there's six lounge chairs from the 1970s. A huge reclining, soft well, Let's lounge also chairs. preface this by saying Kristen and I have been before. I've been twice now. And we now forced Hillary and Zoe to go with but us. But they also weren't. I wouldn't say lounge chairs. They were no. recliners. They were like, like big armchair recliners. Like Lazy Boys, but from the 80s. Right. Huge. With like flamingo towels on them? What was on the it towels? It was beach towels think, were on top of But that of was, the, I think, just for your sanitary comfort. Right. And then you sit down. They bring over a waste basket, a trash can with a plastic bag inside. The plastic bag is filled with water. I appreciate that. I liked it, oh, but it's just clean. an interesting mechanism for yes. it. I feel like they they could have like a nicer. No, I would prefer that knowing that nobody else's feet was in that plastic bag. I loved the hot water. I didn't know what was <laughs> happening. So when you they brought it over, I didn't know. I was like, am I about to plunge my feet into cold water, hot water? Well, no, and when you go no in, idea. you first have to select what body parts you want rubbed, and, and then for they how talk long. you into something else, and for longer. Not Thank me. You. Not Hillary. <laughs> Hillary stood her ground and said, thirty minutes only." multiple times somehow zoe said she wanted 30 and then they talked her into 45 but then they ended up doing it for 60 i think we overwhelmed them by being such a large group and we all got something different it was too confusing it was there were five of us we all wanted different things different amounts of time because i wanted feet and hands but somehow i got head feet and hands yeah, and this place is marketed as a reflexology place. I don't know much about reflexology. Reflexology, no. also known as zone therapy, is an alternative medical practice involving the application of pressure to specific points on the feet, ears, and or hands. Okay. This is done using thumb, finger, and hand massage techniques without the use of oil or lotion. The theory behind reflexology is that areas of the foot correspond to organs and systems of the body. I think that they were 100% doing reflexology. Really? I agree. If that's the only parameters for reflexology. But then shouldn't they have asked us, like, are you having problems with your neck, your no, esophagus, they just covered your diaphragm, your stomach? I think you can specify that if you want extra attention in I'm certain looking, places. Because I'm looking now at this photo of, like, a reflexology foot chart. And they say, basically, like, if you have problems with your 
But he covered all those areas mm-hmm. on this foot chart. So we're just healed now? Yeah. God, I hope so. Is well, there something let's see. for what mental health on there? No. Oh. Well. Okay, well, he started with my head. And he also started with my head. Y'all had warned me that it was you didn't like it and it gave you a headache. And so mm-hmm. immediately he's on my temples. And mm-hmm. I have a thing from childhood where I heard if you squeeze your temples, you'll die. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was dying for the first three minutes. Mm-hmm. And I almost told him to stop. And then I thought, I'm not going to die. No one's died in this chair. <laughs> Finally, he that moved off of them. And you'd be a very quiet, like, suffering dyer. If you were really feeling this way, you should have spoken up. We would have helped you. Well, I will say, knowing Zoe in the way that I do, the entire time I was having anxiety, waiting for her to say, okay, I need you to stop. This is hurting. I want to quit this. I'm not having fun. I want to get up and I want to leave. I didn't want to ruin everyone's experience. <laughs> but I was literally on the edge of my seat the entire time waiting to hear Zoe go. You were um, not on the edge of your seat. I was about to say, you sure didn't look you like you were on the edge of your out. seat. <laughs> okay, so Megan and Kristen are, we're all in one room. We we're literally have rented out the entire place. <laughs> Megan and Kristen are on one side of the room, completely laid out in their recliners, <laughs> eyes shut, covered, very much enjoying their experience. I know, and I opened my eyes Relaxed. at one point and peeked over, and I saw Hillary looking, looking totally stressed tense. out on her phone, like frantically scrolling her phone <laughs> to avoid the uncomfortable. I refuse to lie down. Why? I just, uh, that's too Did they try to recline you? The same as everyone was reclined, and I said, I want my chair up. But I think they have to recline it to, like, get access to you. No, I think everyone was more comfortable with it lying down. And then once he did my head, then I needed to sit up. Hmm. Interesting. So how would you rate it, Zoe? What was your experience? One to ten, with ten being the best thing you've ever had, and one being I want to die and never do it again. After the temples, if if I could ask him not to do my temples next time. You can't because I asked them not to do my head and they still did. Well, they're... <laughs> My shoulders is what I really wanted, and yeah. he did that really well. So yeah. that and my neck, and that was really worth it. So I would say like a seven, and the feet was great. There oh, was wow. nothing. I mean, it hurt me a little bit, but I was, you know, worked through the pain to get the results of reflexology. What I really struggle with when they get to my feet is I don't find that it hurts, but it tickles me so much. Mm. No, he only tickled me at the end when he was washing my feet. How'd you like it when he slapped your legs? <laughs> I, I always hate that, but he only did it for a second, so it was fine. Yeah. It was so quiet in there that when he was slapping everyone's legs and feet, I kept feeling like I was in a butcher shop. Yes, something. that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, he's like slapping it. I was like, Hillary's slapping up on the table. Slapping now. a ham. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Hillary, what was your impression? So if I did the one to 10 scale, I'd say, a, I think a seven also. Oh, wow. What would drop it to a six for me was at the end, did anybody notice when he stood up and put his full weight yeah. onto my upper thighs yeah. and then pre- went from my upper thighs down to my feet. That was very uncomfortable. They I did that to me too. And, and I was kind of like, like he had massaged my legs or because I just got my feet done. Mm-hmm. And so when he was like massaging one, you know, he kind of sets it to the side, does the <laughs> other. So my feet are kind of open. Right. And so I felt very like. I remember the first time I went with Kristen and that happened at the end. I was like, okay, what's about to happen next? <laughs> and yeah, I had that moment today too, because I'm in a dress and all oh, of a sudden yeah. he like spreads my legs and I'm like, this is getting really uncomfortable. Yeah. It was very vulnerable. Yeah. So that I didn't love, but the rest of it, I've been running and so my feet are, are killing me. Mm-hmm. And so it was, and that's why I wanted to do focus on my feet mm-hmm. and that it was really nice. He did a great job. Was it as it. awkward as you anticipated it being? No, it was as awkward as I anticipated it. Yeah. How relaxed were you? One to ten. Mm, ten well, being the most I relaxed, was, one being not relaxed at all. Like a six. Oh, I feel like I was like a three. Wow. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I felt, I, it felt good. Yeah. It was relaxing, but I was on my phone. Yeah. 
I was working, quote unquote. So I wasn't in a relax, but also I have trouble relaxing. I had my AirPods and I had a book and I had my phone. I was fully prepared to. <laughs> I looked over and Hillary had a book out. There. I was like, wow, she and I are going to have a very different experience. Well, yeah, no, because okay. like I would feel so like the only thing that makes it less uncomfortable for me is that I'm reclined. I'm not making eye contact with my rubber. He looked up at me every three seconds. Well, that's because you were looking at him. He thought you wanted that. That's yeah. why you have to close your eyes and zone out. I do see reels of hairstylists always posting like, never look yeah. at me from the shampoo bowl. So I always think about that. And I'm like, they don't want me to look at but them. But I wasn't looking at him. My eyes were just open. Well, he was probably thinking this woman's making eye contact with me every three seconds. No, I think he was checking to see if I was enjoying it. Because sometimes I wasn't. He could probably tell. But I, I didn't like that every three seconds I got eye contact. Well, did you flinch? Because I noticed there were a couple spots on my foot that hurt. And I'd mm-hmm. kind of like Only one time. And flinch. he saw my face because I was going... Yeah, I did hear you at one time when he was like, did that hurt? And you were like, yeah, but I think it's supposed to. (laughs) I heard that too. (laughs) Would you go again, Zoe? Yeah. I feel the same. I'd go again. Well, now we have to go to a... The next thing I want us to do... Coffin water tub. Yeah. Coffin water tub. More more widely known as floating in a sensory (laughs) deprivation tank. That's what we need to do next. I used to do that a lot. Guys, it's like Stranger Things. We don't know what powers we'll unleash if we're in a sensory deprivation tank like Eleven. But don't you want to know? Yeah. Oh, I can tell you what powers I'm going to unleash. What? The powers of anxiety, panic attack. (laughs) Do you think you would panic in there? No, I don't get claustrophobic, but I just don't like being alone with my thoughts in silence. So I need... Do you want to float with me? You can't float together because you're nude. I know. I was just joking. Well, so says you. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, what I if guess, we have different rules? Yeah. I mean, I guess whatever it was have, comfortable for your friendship. I've been swimming with Zoe nude many times. They have. Bathtubs together nude. We take baths regularly together. Really? <laughs> say, say more now. Really? <laughs> Megan's face was so good. <laughs> well, I don't want to be offensive. Like, if that's like y'all's family culture, I don't know. No, we have been many places where you have to be naked in a bathtub, basically, together. Okay, so like, tux, not like dating, tails. but like, we've been to, so we went to Japan where there's onsens, is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. And it's a tradition there. You go, to, They're beautiful. You go to these onsens up in the mountains with natural spring water, and there's hot pools and cold pools, and it's supposed to be very healing. You soak and swim and lounge and plunge in hot pools and cold, and literally every person of everybody is totally naked. We've done it in Japan. We, I did it in South Korea, but you weren't there. Luna did it with me. Um, Peter and I did it in Germany, and that one was co-ed, <laughs> men and women and children. And Peter did it? Wow. Yeah, Peter and Mark. So when we would go to, like, when we did it in Japan, it was me and Zoe and our cousin, and then Peter and his dad also, but they were okay. on the men's side. So then I have to ask, so you have your daughter with you. How old was Luna at the time? Uh, she was two. And everybody's naked? Everybody. That's not something that would happen in America. No. Like, can you imagine if you took your daughter somewhere where there's naked women and men and y'all are just like all well okay so when we did it in korea it was uh just women. it was separated uh-huh. so mark and his dad i mean peter and his dad were there and the men's side so yeah. luna wasn't with naked men okay but i think naked uh, fear of nakedness is mm-hmm. a very american thing definitely oh it's a very definitely. like puritanical yeah. trickle down effect of being an american and it's not mm-hmm. you know it's not the norm in the rest of the world we swim naked in sweden together it just sounds like this is something y'all are into if we travel and they're like hey this is a place where you swim naked we're like okay let's go we're doing it and i'm guessing it doesn't feel awkward or weird because it is the cultural norm over there so you just feel like it's totally like no one's 
and they're staring super and laughing and nice, beautiful, like fancy, clean places. I'm going to do some more research about this, but I'm definitely recommending floating as our next group activity. I'm down. I'm down to float. How long do you do it? Um, you can choose your time. Most places you can choose 30, 60, 90, or 120. Oh my lord. I've done 120. Oh my god. Two yeah. hours. And do you wear a bathing suit? No, you go nude. Okay. You want skin to water contact. Okay. Well, I'm interested in testing it out. Tell me when we're back. Are we back? On. Okay. So, guys, I was. Looking on the internet this week, like I do, and I came across another weird and interesting topic that I thought you might like to hear about. Maybe not quite as um, juicy as last week's, but something I like to learn about are the differences in like Gen Z versus millennials. And so I do Mm. a lot of, I feel like that's where I'm, like that's my algorithm takes me to these places. So I read an article that Gen Z is now and in the future going to practice more ethical non-monogamous relationships versus straight up monogamy, which has been the norm for millennials and boomers, and I guess probably all generations prior to them. So ethical non-monogamy is defined, well, there's numerous different ways to practice it, but it's defined as the practice of taking part in romantic relationships that are not completely exclusive between two people. So you can think of essentially coming up with your own rules and consent is at the forefront of it. So whatever you two decide at the beginning of your relationship is sort of what goes. So it could be anything from polyamory where you have Mm -hmm. a relationship with multiple people and this is what we're doing. This is the plan all the way to something called sexual anarchy where there are basically no rules and there are different subsets within that. But they say they expect half of Gen Z to be in these ethical non-monogamous relationships. Half. That's a lot. That's a lot. But don't we know that humans aren't supposed to be monogamous exactly and especially we're living so long now that people were dying in their 30s so okay if you got married at 15 that was 15 years so i guess the question is hillary and Kristen, who are in traditional monogamous relationships i assume um would you ever consider not being in a traditionally monogamous relationship with your husband well you know what happens when you assume well i know you're looking at me very (laughs) intensely now and i'm like Oh, did I open up a can of worms? <laughs> no, I I know that like research and studies show that we're not meant to be monogamous creatures. And like Zoe said, we're living for so long, blah, blah, blah. I can see how people would not want to be with the same person for like Peter and I got together at 20. So we lived to be right. 180 years is a long time. For sure. However, I personally could never be in a non-monogamous relationship. I'm too jealous and insecure (laughs) controlling (laughs) controlling i would especially besides just peter that i wouldn't want him to be with another woman i would never want another mother for my children even somebody doing anything that i do in the house right i would that would drive me absolutely nuts to share my space with other women especially another man too i mean my that's the the last thing i want is another man living in my house can you imagine Right. What if it was, what if you didn't live with the other woman? Like, what if Peter just there's like no left the house on a Tuesday wives. and had his, like a second wife? There's no and you got down room time. for that in my life. <laughs> I wouldn't be mentally or emotionally stable enough for that. Right. I could see how that's more feasible. For you. Like a maid would work for me. 
You need like a. <laughs> I'm the right. boss. Yeah, you can hire all those things. And exactly. her job or a yeah. chef right. you just don't would want- work. I'm like your boss, and I'm like, this is what I want for dinner, <laughs> right. and you cook for me. But if you're just living with me and you're deciding what to cook, and you're also sleeping with my husband or telling right. my children what to do, like that doesn't work. No, for you. that doesn't work for me. No, it doesn't work for me either. The same things that Hillary said about herself are very true to me as well. I don't like to share. But the sister wives don't have to live with you. They I don't, all have I their don't own care. Houses. I don't. Then how does that benefit me at all? Because you could send your kids over there or. You, Hell no. Or, or like you just get Peter out of your hair for the night. No. I mean, I, I, I love my husband and I enjoy spending time with him. Not to say that there's never times where mm. I just want to be alone. But right. both of us are very good about like, hey, I'm going to go like. I'm going to play, he might go play video games one night. And so I'm going to go watch a show that he it's not hates like, okay, that I'm going to go over to Charlene's house. Right. I can get my alone time without him having to sleep with somebody else. Who's Charlene? <laughs> <laughs> find it. So Kristen, would you be into this? Well, no, I already said no. First of all, I do enjoy being with James. Oh, that's good. <laughs> like, <laughs> also, James is the least likely person to no. what? Yeah, he's got his to, hands full with Kristen. He could never. Yeah. Hello, why is Peter the most likely person? Out of the two of them. Yeah, Peter's more social and like outgoing. I feel like he could find himself in a polyamorous situation way faster than James. Isn't that nice? All right, so I think that wraps up this week's banter beat. Banter beat. <laughs> <laughs> Megan is coming at us with our first question this episode. Okay, so the question this week. A friend moves out of state without saying anything to me. We weren't on the best of terms, so no surprise. Six months later, after a neutral life change for me that she is most likely aware of, she casually sends a text to say, hey, checking in, how are you doing? Do I respond or leave her hanging knowing she's just being nosy? A neutral life change? What's a neutral life event? I mean, I guess she doesn't feel comfortable sharing what her life event was, but I guess she wants us to know it was nothing so extreme that doesn't sound like a death or a birth, I guess. Okay. Well, and if she assumes... Maybe like a job change or... Into a new place or something. The friend moved, didn't tell you, and this is the only contact sense. I think you just don't need to be be friends with this person. Well, yeah, because she says, we weren't on the best of terms, so no surprise that she moved out of state and didn't tell me. How did she describe this person again? A friend moves out of state without saying anything to me. We weren't on the best terms, so no surprise. Unless you really want to reconnect this friendship. Yeah. But yeah. if that's what you think about her and you know that she moved, you need to be friends. Why do we Don't care about this person? I, if, if you're friends with someone, you're not on the best terms, they move out of state without telling you, and then they want to pop in and ask about something that happened to you that's probably good, not bad, maybe bad. Either Neutral. way, they are being newsy, nosy. Newsy. Well, but okay, so it's, she says They're that, being newsy. They're being newsy. <laughs> she says that her text says, hey, checking in, how are you doing? So maybe she's not even wanting to know about the neutral life event. Maybe she's just feeling like, okay, yeah. I left that friendship hanging. Let me just check in and see how things are going. Well, if she said they weren't on the best of terms, maybe it was a friendship that they had a falling out. Mm-hmm. And now that one of them or both of them is feeling, I mean, I've had right. friendship falling outs where yeah. I did after amount of time, either reach out or have the other person reach out. Right. Once so things, I think the it's, dust I like we need so many more details. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I think if you want to be friends with this person, then sure. Answer mm-hmm. the question. If you don't, then. Yeah. My thing is, is if she's saying, Hey, I'm just checking in, I would, first figure out do I want to be friends with this person 
If I do, then I would just answer the text and not even bring up the neutral life event. Just say like, things are good. This is what I have going on. Yeah. Don't share more than you're comfortable with. Keep it simple. I have, you know, I'll post something on Facebook or Instagram about my kids or a big life event and I'll get questions and comments and direct messages from people that I haven't necessarily been close with for 20 years. And to those people, I just, it's a quick, oh, like, thanks. Great to hear from you. Hope you're doing well. It's not that deep. So me, Megan, I'm a confronter. So I would just say, oh, wow, I haven't heard from you so long. I saw you moved. I can't believe that you didn't let me know you're going to be moving out of state. That's crazy. How are you liking Texas? And put the burden on her to explain why she moved away and didn't tell you and now is just reaching out out of nowhere. But imagine if like tomorrow I was just like, hey, I live in Portland now. Well, no, you wouldn't say anything. We would just show up for our podcast and you would no longer be here. <laughs> and then we'd be on bad and terms. And then I would think we would think, okay, we're probably not friends with Megan if she didn't share that with us. Yeah. That's what I think. I think like some things you just see on Facebook and you're like, oh, okay, Charlene moved to Charlene. Charlene's <laughs> to up Texas, to a lot of stuff. To Texas episode. this week. She took off with Peter. <laughs> and now they're, they're just in Texas. relationship. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I think if that were to happen, I'd comment on their Facebook post and be like, what? You moved? Yeah. What's going on? Right. So I think sometimes the life updates just happen on Facebook. And if you're not close friends, you just yeah, don't get those updates quick, in a conversation. It's a like, it's a quick comment and you move on. Good right. luck. Keep us posted. Yeah. Can I tell you what's happening to someone's mom? Absolutely. Is it ours? It's not ours, but I feel like it could be. Oh, sorry. It's someone's aunt. Oh, aunts get up to some crazy stuff. This says that their aunt is being scammed by Liam Neeson. <laughs> oh, no. How? She says, my husband's 70-year-old aunt recently messaged to tell me that she's been in an online relationship with a celebrity no. for over a year and that she will be running away with him on Monday oh. as he plans to pick her up on his private jet and take oh, her to no. his 34,000 square foot home in New York. She finally admitted that the person is Liam Neeson. She's smitten. She's so excited to start their life together. She swore me to secrecy and she has said not to tell anyone else of their plans. Obviously, she's being hardcore catfished, which I told her much more gently than that. I even sent her an article of a woman who wrote about being scammed by Liam Neeson. I asked her if they had talked on the phone or video chatted and begged her to be careful, reminded her that if he asks for money or any personal information, it's not real, but I'm not getting through to her. She's been involved in scams before, and while she's of sound mind, I believe she wants to find love so badly that she's willing to risk everything for this relationship. I just want to play devil's advocate. What if it is Liam Neeson? Then wouldn't he at least video chat? He would be sending... His Maybe he doesn't want his her. like videos to get out. No, he'd be sending the jet. He'd be at her doorstep. He's coming Monday. Then wait for him to show up at your door. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like Monday there's going to be a reckoning. Monday. Great for that aunt if that's what happens. It's right. not what's happening. She's clearly she, being scammed. But is she sending him money? It didn't say. She says she lives with her adult daughter and grandson, and it's not a great environment, and I hesitate to tell them because mm. she told me they would explode. I think if it was, this is her niece... Yes. If I were her niece and Liam Neeson's coming to the house? or yeah. where, Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I would say, you know what? When I, maybe the niece could say, when I date online and I'm meeting someone new, I always go to a public place or have a friend with me for safety reasons. So why don't I be there when he comes? For I don't think the, the private She's plane can come to her house. <laughs> 
she's no. several states away. So she did say she can't be there mm. and she has no one that she can be there. She needs to tell the family that. Yeah, she, she has to tell, to tell somebody. Somebody that she trusts well, to go. But here's the thing. I don't think that she's actually going to meet up with this person. No, she says she's packing her bags. She's yes, I think she him. thinks she's going to meet up with him. But I think Monday's going to come and Liam Neeson's going to say, I can't make it. I just got hired to do a movie. I'm going to be out of the country for four months. What if Liam asks, Neeson isn't you coming. Pay for my flight? Asks yeah. for money. Then he'll say, I need $4,000 to... But I don't think we need to worry about the aunt's <clears throat> safety because I don't think Liam Neeson is showing up. I don't think this guy is doing this as like a ruse to kidnap But well, we don't know. We don't know. Someone has to know because she's right. going to be scammed. Well, and 70 in her sound mind is different. Oh, she's I mean, it's, 70? I missed that part. She's 70. And even though she is in her... Like, she's not, you know, suffering dementia or anything that might impact her decision making, she's just not of the internet age so I think you do have to take extra steps to protect her from just what life is right now well and some people are just really susceptible to like they said Mm -hmm. she's been scammed before well I just googled Liam Neeson because I was (laughs) thinking okay what if this is true what if they met up last Monday and this woman's living like a fairy tale life now but the only thing that's coming up is that Liam Neeson is too old for action movies and How old is Liam married. Neeson? I bet he's 62. Anybody else want to guess? 72. I'm going to guess 60s, like 65. Liam Neeson is 70 years old. Wow. Oh, wow. So they are the same okay. age. Well. I think, so she mentioned the daughter and grandson are living with the aunt. I think I would mention it to them. She's but she worried. said they would be furious. But why would they be furious? Exactly. I think you need to have the conversation. Someone that's with her needs to have eyes on her to make sure, first of all, she's not sending money. She's not sending too much personal information. And then secondly, when this doesn't pan out, that she's not so depressed, she does something stupid. And I, to me, it sounds like a situation where she's living with her, who was it? Family members. Yeah. And... She's probably saying she can't afford to help with bills, but then they find out that she's sending money to boyfriends online and being scammed. Oh, that's true. I guess that could explain that. That's probably why they're going to be upset if they find out. But I would I would just talk to her and just say, I'm concerned about your safety, so I do feel like I need to tell somebody. Hmm. I wish her the I hope it works out. You hope it's Liam, but I think about is Liam. he is he married? Well, his wife died a few years ago. Oh, she I could see where someone guys. Would it's not Liam this. Neeson. It's not Liam Neeson. <laughs> we Absolutely. know it's not. But, but what he if? is not? He is not online talking to strangers that he can't even see. His he wife died in 2009. Maybe he's now finally in the right state of mind. She died tragically. He's not going into chat rooms no. looking for people. Mm-mm. He's not. I hope it is him. I hope it is, but it's not. What? <laughs> I'm just sad for her. I hope it's Liam. It is sad. It's you know, sad. I don't know. I hope it works out for. <laughs> we all hope it works out, right, but I'm we should him. all Let's agree prepare. that it's not going to work out. Yeah. All right. Okay. Keep Hillary, us posted. I've got questions. This sister wrote and said, "Help! I don't want my guy seeing, admiring, or being turned on by other naked women. Do I have to accept that my fiance will attend a bachelor party?" How does she know what's happening at the bachelor party? She knows they're going to a strip club. Mm-hmm. I or mean, going to be a stripper. Yeah, I. So I guess again, that's a question for first Hillary and Kristen. Would well, you be upset? Not necessarily. For Wait, us. I have a very close friend mm-hmm. who just went to a strip club with her husband, 
Some women are into that. And they said she said they lo- she loved it. She got attention. She said they had a great time. She would go again. Yeah, some people do like enjoy doing that together. Would you? I would not, but that's not my thing at all. Like that's not. Well, that's also not James. No, thing. that's totally not us. Again, I'm gonna assume, but I don't know that that's Hillary and Peter's thing. That's not our thing. I mean, Peter for his bachelor party had a uh, like video game night. So if Gamer. that if that tells you anything, about <laughs> no strippers, <laughs> were no strippers, there. no strippers. <laughs> my bachelorette party was much more scandalous than his. We were the strippers. Party. Yeah, your we did pole dancing at my bachelorette party but no i he has been to bachelor parties where they went to strip clubs clubs, and i don't care i mean i don't want him like i would care if he just like went out to strip clubs willy-nilly but that i know i guess social event yeah i know that that's not him and not what he's into and i guess we have a relate like such an open relationship like when he was he was in new orleans for the specific one where they were at strip clubs Mm -hmm. and he was like texting me the whole time and like calling me and like joking about like i know him and I and he's with like his best friends like I'm and not, you trust I him it's him. not like yeah. uh yeah I'm not like we're like well and I guess that's the difference is that if you're going if he's going just for somebody's bachelor party he can't control what that person wants to do for their bachelor party right so if it's a good friend yes he has to go do you have the right to be upset sure you can be upset about anything you want to be but I think you have to understand it's not him choosing to do it you're supporting a friend exactly yeah now if he is wanting to like go to the strip club every weekend that feels more well and he's spending a ton of money on strippers right right i mean that is a little bit questionable but i think a bachelor party if you know i mean if like you said it's supporting a friend it's a social event right that's different than just going and blowing your own money yeah i went to a bachelorette party where we saw male strippers Mm -hmm. and that's not my thing either but we had a blast you know it's just like silly funny laughing have drinks time right but but her question is do i have to accept that my fiance will attend a bachelorette party i think she's asking is it okay to tell him he, he can't, can't go. go and i think it's not okay i don't think you should tell them that they can't I agree. go i, I think agree. it's more of a, a her self-esteem issue it right? is right and a trust issue between the two i of was them. gonna say i think it's a trust mm-hmm. issue as well if you think he's gonna mm-hmm. go and like go home with cheat a on you yeah. or there's some and, kind of issue but it was more about him seeing naked women she, well, she and said, i, I don't want my guy seeing admiring or being turned on by other naked So I think it is totally fair to have a conversation with him and say, listen, this does make me uncomfortable. I understand you have to go. I want you to go. I want you to have fun, support your friend. But these are my boundaries. I don't want you doing this, that, and the other. I don't want you... Don't open your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't take the blindfold off that I put on when you leave the house. Like, don't go into VIP rooms. Don't be getting lap dances. Don't, you know, just put up your own boundaries and say, I understand you have to go, but this is what my comfort level is right. if you care. And I mean, and it's so hard because you always should say how you feel in a relationship. And I'm sure there are women out there, maybe, and I'm sure men as well, who, especially like someone who might be really evangelical, that this is like just really something that they're strongly against. But I think you'd have to kind of both agree to that as a couple, mm-hmm. that that's something you're against. But I see for a bachelorette party, and I just don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. And if it's not happening every week, if it's like once every five years. Yeah. I think it's worth, too, having a conversation about defining what cheating means to you. I know we definitely had that conversation really early in our relationship is because some people define it as, you know, thinking of others emotionally Mm -hmm. or flirting, like is flirting cheating? So I think you just have to have some idea of what that means to you and every relationship's different. And then you have an agreement between the two of you and you know if you violated that, I don't anticipate 
him going to a strip club and cheating on you, but I don't know your relationship. So if you're concerned about that, then I can see where you'd be concerned about the strip club, but I'd also be concerned about sending him off into the world anywhere. Is it okay to tell him no? I don't necessarily think so. I think he's got to come to his own decision. He's his own person. He can make his own decisions. You can, like Megan said, and like Hillary said, make your feelings known. I think that's okay. Set boundaries. That's okay. Define cheating. That's okay. But he is his own person. And big life events are important. I mean, if it's something extreme, like they're all going to go do like cocaine and yeah, or hire prostitutes prostitutes or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. I have a teen boy who needs some help from us. Oh, okay. And I feel like that's so not our demographic that I really want to help him. Our demographic is anyone who wants to listen. No, I agree. But teen boys need sisterly advice as well. Totally. He really needs our help. Okay, so consider that he's in high school and he says, okay, so I have to break up with my girlfriend. Recently, I just really haven't been happy in this relationship. I've honestly felt kind of trapped. She's super, super in love with me, but it feels like infatuation instead of love. And it's one of the factors that made me want to leave the relationship. She's such an amazing person, and I really don't want to break her heart. Plus, she has mental health issues, so I'm scared that if I leave, she's going to fall into a depression. I don't know what to do, frowny face. Oh, what a thoughtful no. boy. Yeah, that's a sweet I love boy. This. He's going to be breaking hearts his yeah. whole life. You better get used to this. He's going to be such exactly. a good husband one day. And he's oh. probably never broken up with somebody. Maybe a good husband to multiple women. Exactly. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, so how do you break up with someone in high school? Advice. Be as gentle as possible because you're going to break her heart. She's going to be sad. She's going to cry. You're going to want to say that you're going to remain friends, but you're not going to remain friends. Also, when you're in high school, it's hard because I think even as adults, we we um you break lie to ourselves well someone might say like trying to be friendly like oh hey how are you we haven't mm-hmm. talked in a long time and then you tell yourself like they're reaching out yeah. because they're still in- you take everything they do as a sign that they're still yeah. in love with you so it's really hard as a teenager i think especially to remain friends because that girl is going to assume no matter what he says if it's nice he still loves exactly. her and you remember all the good and none of the bad well and it's hard in high school because you still have to see this person every day yeah so it's going to be hard. Yes, be as is. gentle as possible. Let her know that it's not her. You're just wanting space. I think he kind yeah. of needs to, of course, be gentle, break up. But then if they have the same friend group to kind of remove himself a little right. bit. Have the decency. To My first away. heartbreak, I was 16. And of course, we all hung out with the same friends. Mm. And it's so hard. Yes. When like you still talk to all the same people yeah. and we definitely kind of went our separate ways. And also, hopefully she knows you guys are just in high school. Nobody nobody marries their high school She doesn't sweetheart. know that. No, of course she doesn't know no, that. she doesn't. So I think you're on the right path thinking of her feelings and just continue to follow your gut. It sounds like you your heart's in the right place. Mm-hmm. Also have the conversation in person. Don't text her. Don't text. Yeah. But good you luck. You are going to be a wonderful partner yeah. to the next person you date. And the next person and the next person. Yeah. <laughs> Those are great questions this week. Yeah, hopefully we were helpful. You can reach out our Instagram at Sisters Not Saints. Or you could reach out on our website, SistersNotSaints.com. And leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to. We'd love to know if you're enjoying this, if you're not enjoying this. No, we don't want to know if you're not enjoying it. <laughs> if you're not enjoying it, just move. Give us five stars and move on with your day. And if you are, share with your friends. We'll okay. see you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Have the day you deserve. <laughs>